Game on! It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, welcome back to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Another busy week for Wadena Deer Creek Schools, and we are going to recap it all first with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer next on Wolverines Weekly. Time out! Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Up next on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer. And coach, we got you after another close game that you had against New York Mills. Just uh, give me your gut reaction here on the game. Yeah, it's kind of like our, our talk with the Pine River game. Um, we faced New York Mills, I mean, every year, last three years, all three games of honestly come down to the last play on a play in the end zone. Um, same thing this year. I thought we had a great drive all the way down and uh, tried to put one in there at the end and uh, just couldn't get across the goal line, which, I mean, our guys played hard and our guys were proud of them, obviously, every week um, for their effort and um, thought we played pretty well at times tonight. Um, but just got to keep sticking with it and obviously everyone's frustrated. Um, guys want to win. We want to win. Everyone wants to win, but just have to keep coming back. Um, every week and next week's a new week homecoming week and just excited um, to be with the kids and and just keep on um, keep on going for another week and you know the scores haven't always been where you guys want them to be but it's been some close ball games you guys have been in some down to the wire games and you guys no matter what the score ends up being you come back you have that uh, another tough game the week after that. Talk about the the resiliency of this team, and do you think that you know that these late inning, uh, these late game experiences, will end up kind of paying dividends as the season goes along? Yeah, I do think so. I think we got some fantastic kids who I know they're going to come Monday ready to work and um, put in a game plan for this this upcoming week and um, do the best they can as we get through the game. And obviously, these late game scenarios where one week we pulled it out against. Uh, pillager and and obviously we're on the good side of that one but a couple here in a row now where we're on the bad side of it and just got to take it and and uh hopefully by um towards the end of the season here and, and get into playoffs we can get healthy um then have to decide again this week which usually obviously you're missing your quarterback it's tough because plays hard back there and he'll do whatever we ask of him so proud of him and the guys up front too um but if we can take those things we're learning from and and get healthy here down the stretch I think it'll be a dangerous team for sure. Thought you guys had a good game up front in the offensive line side of the ball. The defensive line did well, and the defense overall has been doing really well. Uh, each of the last three weeks, they've only given up two touchdowns each per game. Just talk about what the defensive side of the ball uh, in all uh, kind of three parts of the defense uh, from all three levels, I should say. Talk about what they've been doing really well this season for you. Yeah, I just think it starts with preparation. The kids take the game plan. Um, that we all work on together um and Ferris does a great job too and the kids just take what we give them and and they're in the right spots and they make them play so defensively yeah it's been it's been good um offensively obviously haven't put the ball in the end zone and still working on that every week and hopefully um at some point here we can get we can get fully healthy and have everyone I'm at our disposal and and you know run we run and, and just stick with it and help out that defense so yeah defense has been definitely playing well 
and you know the defense has been playing well. We've talked about your special teams all season long in the return game. That's been very well for you guys. But you had a, a unique special teams play earlier in the game where you guys had the, the point after try. That kick got blocked, but a heads-up play by Brock. He was able to pick the ball up and run it in for the score. Uh, was that how you drew it up? Absolutely, yep. We're going to keep that one in the playbook and, and hopefully use that one again. No, great play, just effort by Mason. He's, he's a great kid, and he always works hard. And I mean, you play to the whistle, and obviously it showed there, and you play to the whistle, and good things happen. And there was a play later in the game on a turnover on downs where uh, Jagger Pettit, I believe, was in coverage and looked like he could have had an interception, but it would have pinned you guys deep inside your own 10. He swats it down to the ground, creates the turnover on downs, gained 20 yards of, of field position. What do you like about kind of that uh, mental ability for your team? And like we talked about on the Brock play as well, just that situational awareness to, to know what to do in some of these situations. Yeah, I mean, that's just the classic play of putting the team over stats. We could have had an interception, which would have looked good for him, but obviously the field position aspect is easier for, or better for us to knock it down. So, yeah, putting the team over individual stats is something that um, the kids are good at, and, and as we get into these later weeks, we're just going to keep keep using that experience and, and using that trait that we have and, and just keep working at it. Last question for you here, Coach. You mentioned it earlier. Homecoming week is coming up. Uh, what do you have to look forward to, and what do you got to prepare for in Walker Hackensack Akeley? Just a, a brand new week where we have a chance to go one and all this week, and it's been a been a little bit since we've had a win this this year. So I'm um, just going to be ready to to get that new team in here and and play at home again, and hopefully the kids can be excited being out um, on our field, which is always a great thing with a, a great crowd and great uh, student body. So. Just a, a chance to go 1-0 and and, um, and compete on Friday. Already hard to believe we're at the midway point and past that midway point of the 2023 season. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer after his team's 12-8 loss to New York Mills. Coach, appreciate the time, and we'll talk to you again next week, hopefully after a homecoming victory. Thank you. We're going to take a break on Wolverines Weekly, and when we return, we will talk with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman next. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly. We are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman. And Sue, another week in the books. Uh, your team uh, got the opportunity to go down to Burnsville and compete in that double-A showcase we were mentioning. And we were talking with you last week as you guys were headed down there and we got to preview it a little bit. But how did those games go? What was it like down there? Um, it was really competitive. You had, obviously, the best teams in the state down there. So... Uh, we got to see kind of what we need to work on to compete at that level and uh, had a lot of fun. What was it like for your girls to get in there and to see that environment and to get to play in that high-intensity volleyball? Were they a little taken aback, or do you think they handled it pretty well? Um, you know, some of them have been in those situations before um, in their off-season leagues. So it, it wasn't, you know, that big a deal for them. I was just like, a really fun atmosphere, um, really nice facility, and just a chance to see some really good teams. So you went two and three in that stretch. What did you learn from your team in that process on things you liked, things you want to work on? What was that? What did you learn as a coach about your team through those uh, through those games? Well, we we somehow have to come to be playing more consistently uh, to play 
and uh, maintain a level of play throughout a game, um, try to eliminate the, the downtimes, keep them to a minimum. Um, we just need to get more consistency. And what did you like out of your team uh, in those games? Um, well, they always went in there. They wanted to compete. You know, they wanted to do well. They wanted to, to play those kind of teams. And, uh, you know, it was really a good time for us. And so then you got back into your regular season schedule. You went 1-1 one and one on the week, falling three sets to one to Staples Motley on Tuesday and then beating uh, Henning in a Park Region Conference matchup on Thursday night. What did you see from your team in those two games this week? Well, I think, uh, you know, Staples came out and played a very good game, and we just kind of were caught back on our heels, not really ready uh, to face that. And we just kind of never got a rhythm. We just, our offense was always kind of chaotic, chaotic all night, and um, it kind of cost us. And and that matchup against Henning before the game, uh, you were telling me, Sue. You said uh, you wanted, you thought your team was doing a good job, or wanted to get a little bit better. Excuse me, on the uh, attacking and getting those attacks to land. Uh, what did you like out of your team on Thursday night? Do you think they did a better job, kind of correcting that? Well, not really. I think you know that we still need to work on that, and um, I, I feel we can be a lot more. We can be a lot better offensively than what we're doing. Uh, Henning just didn't have a block to put up. So, you know, it kind of made it easier for us to score maybe, but I just feel we just have a ways to go offensively yet. And as you progress through that, what are some ways uh, that you think that uh, that helps? Is it game action? Is it certain things in practice? Or is it just getting that experience of doing it successfully? How does the team get better at that? Well, we just have to keep working on technique. I think a lot of things uh, in the heat of the game, we kind of get away from what what is technically sound, and it you know causes us to make mistakes. Um, part of it too, you know, we need to pass better so our setter isn't running all over the court either. So it you know those all are things we can work in practice. And now, as you get ready for the week ahead, you have three games on the schedule for next week and with three games in a week uh, does that kind of change the routine of how you get ready for things or is it hey we just take it one game at a time well it's kind of like taking it one game at a time so it's also homecoming week so <laughs> you tie that all in it gets it gets pretty nuts so uh, we'll just take it one one day at a time and um, enjoy the homecoming festivities and play the volleyball games I guess and with uh, the homecoming, do you think that uh, that adds an extra level of enthusiasm, excitement that helps motivate and helps everybody play harder? Or do you uh, sometimes worry, you know, that maybe with everything going on and kind of the extra intensity that it can maybe uh, distract them a little bit? What are, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's no doubt it's, you know, it's another thing on your plate. But, you know, it's part of being in high school and kids love homecoming week and, I'm all for them enjoying that, and volleyball's a game. So we'll have fun doing both. All right, Sue Volkman, head volleyball coach at Wadena Deer Creek, joining us on Wolverines Weekly. Hey, Sue, thanks for the time, and we look forward to talking with you again next week. Thank you.
a busy week, but a fun week for Wadena Deer Creek Volleyball. Congratulations on them for getting to compete in that double-A showcase and picking up another Park Region Conference win. It sets the stage for a fun game on Thursday night at the WDC Gymnasium against Verndale. That one could very well decide the Park Region Conference. We're going to take a break on Wolverines Weekly, and when we come back, we'll chat with head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg next on Wolverines Weekly. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. On Wolverines Weekly, we're now talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg. And coach, another week in the books. Where'd you guys go? Well, we're actually on the road today. We're heading up to Grand Forks for the second annual border battle. Uh, the concept up there is to add a big meet since after COVID, some of the big meets went away and, and they have a point system tied in with Minnesota versus North Dakota versus South Dakota, maybe even Manitoba, uh, and see who has the strongest race day. Last year, North Dakota won. All right, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of different runners from a lot of different places around joining together. How cool of an atmosphere is it for your runners to get to be in that situation? Well, we were at the GRIAC last week about this time, and uh, this weekend will be kind of similar to last weekend. A lot of unfamiliar jerseys, <laughs> uh, which I always think uh, is is uh, a way that. Uh, our runners can see that there's plenty of other people doing the sport that they do. It's not an easy sport, uh, but again, a big meet will give you a, a good taste of, there's just a lot of people uh, finding the joy of running. Uh, I, I just came across, I think they had about 4,000 runners last weekend wow. at the U of M for uh, high school and college level. So uh, this one won't be quite that big. Uh, but uh, And then, of course, you have some families with North Dakota ties. And uh, they don't frequently come across the border to compete in Minnesota. So we're kind of uh, expanding our horizons and, and going over there. Flashing back a little bit to the GRIAC meet, how did your team do in that? Any kind of standout performances or anything you want to highlight there? Well, it was certainly not going to be a, a PR week. Uh, it's described as deceptively difficult. And, of course, what that probably means uh, in the translation is a hilly course. Uh, I think our own course at Whitetail Run is, is a little bit like that, too. So as you're going around cheering and, and finding post spots to, to uh, have contact with the runners, see how they're doing, it doesn't, as a fan, seem like it's... Uh, that difficult, but uh, in, in the end, uh, I think the challenge of that was just to, to to fight maybe the toughest course of the season, and and use that as uh, almost like a a strength workout. And uh, of course, uh, the atmosphere was a lot of fun. Um, it's uh, I think that was a, kind of a big takeaway. Uh, when you travel together, you you tend to bond and. And so it was very much a worthy outing. Yeah, and, you know, like the GRIAC meet and like this meet you have coming up, just two uh, classic examples, like you said, of just getting to have everybody in those big events and get to do all that. Those are very similar. But I'm sure the courses, as you go from down in the Twin Cities now up to North Dakota, how are those courses different? Well, the, uh, 
you're actually literally a stone's throw away from the Red River when you line up to start the border battle course. And it's a flat one. It's just right there in the riverbed. Uh, so the only thing that'll keep you from uh, running a fast uh, a fast time would be a turn here and a turn there. So uh, it, it's going to be one of those chances for uh, we, the runners to use the strength and speed they built up last weekend and, and let it loose uh, on a flat course. Yeah, and as you have these kind of two meets right in a row, just how unique of an, is an opportunity to, one, you have a meet where you're going with all the, the best runners in Minnesota, some college runners, and then you flip it up, and then you get to see runners from the Dakotas, from even Manitoba. I mean, it's it's just got to be just a, a really fun experience for those kids. Yeah, it's uh, something that was reported back to me as, hey, let's do that again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not every meet's like that, but... Uh, we we tend to go back to places where where you have that feel good vibe, and uh, I I think the we'll probably have uh, established uh, uh, a, a certain familiarity with uh, uh, some of those North Dakota schools. Uh, a lot of them are you know just little rural places, and uh, they patch together a few kids and they train hard and and uh, I guess. Uh, it's uh, where you you find some newfound respect for your neighbors because they run well. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross country coach Mike Brunsberg. Coach, uh, a busy last couple weeks here for your team. It's been fun to follow them, and we look forward to hearing uh, how that meet went in North Dakota next week. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Back-to-back mega meets for the Wadena Deer Creek cross country team. It's really, really fun to get to see all these different runners come together and, and, and do this kind of meet because isn't that the fun of high school sports is getting to go to places that you don't go to very often, getting to see teams or face athletes that you've never had to compete against before. It's awesome. Love it, love it, love it. We're going to take a break on Wolverines Weekly, and when we come back, we'll talk with head coach Jill Feemeyer of the WDC girls' tennis team as they wrapped up regular season action this week. That's coming up next on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Wolverines Weekly, the only place to hear right from the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and athletes. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD up on Wolverines Weekly. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer and coach another week in the books. What happened with your team over the last week? Yeah, this concluded our regular season. So it was um, intense and busy and fun, but we had uh, two matches in um, Crosby Ironton on Tuesday. So we started with a match against Cloquet and we beat them five to two. So that was awesome. And then under the lights, so that was really cool, too. We got to play under the lights. We beat Crosby Ironton by the same 5-2 score. So that was another wonderful win. Um, And then, unfortunately, we lost um, a tough one yesterday to section opponent Purim. Um, We lost that 2-5, and so that was was quite a bummer. It was our senior night, so we got to celebrate our seniors. It was parents' night. We got to celebrate our parents, but unfortunately, we didn't come up with the win. And so you talked about that game underneath the lights uh, in Crosby. Uh, what was that like? And, and just talk about how different it is playing tennis uh, under the lights versus in the daylight, or is there a difference at all? Yeah, there is a difference. You need to just get acclimated to that um, change. 
for the most part, though, it was pretty gradual. So, you know, you could adjust your eyes as you went. So for the most part, it wasn't as abrupt as if you would just start under the light. Um, but it's a really cool feeling, and it's really cool, actually, as a spectator to watch that play under the lights. It gives it a different, like, atmosphere, and I would almost think of, like, a feeling of specialness, kind of that, just because it's different. So it's really cool. It is a little bit tougher because you have to, you know, your judgment's a little bit off. Your hand-eye coordination might be a little bit off, but they all figured that out pretty quickly. All right, and to get a couple wins like that against teams like Crosby and Cloquet, uh, just how fun of a night was that to get uh, to go two for two? Oh, they were pretty wild on the way home. So our trip and just the team bonding that happened afterwards was great. We hadn't played Cloquet. I don't know if we've ever played them, but certainly not in my tenure. Um, so that was new for us. And then we had lost to uh, CI last year. So to come back and have that victory this year and then – they were pumped. They were just pumped, and McDonald's was a hoot. And so there was a lot of good team bonding and bus ride that happened after that event. And then we'll talk a little bit here about Parents' Night and just talk about what it was like uh, on that atmosphere to honor the parents and, and the hard work that they've done uh, getting their kids through tennis and just getting to honor them and also seniors and uh, just that whole last home meet of the season. Yeah, so it's bittersweet. You know, some of our seniors come off the court and they know it's their last regular season meet, so they are certainly um, certainly sad about that. So there's some tears shed. Um, but all in all, it's just really nice that we get to celebrate their leadership and their tenure with the team. And, and with all the parents and supporters, you know, this just isn't possible. Um, we do this um, because of them. You know, they're the ones that are allowing and helping and making it work for their kids to put in all this time and you know and it's not just um like biological parents but we have host parents we have several foreign exchange students and so the host parents that come and support and some of them don't even know anything about tennis um and just the other adult supporters whether it's grandparents or um, community members it's just a really great night to recognize um, the adults in these kids' lives who do so much for our young people because we know that when young people have positive influence adults in their lives, they do, you know, other things and good things. And so that's truly evident in tennis when they not only have the support of their parents, but the parents really support the whole team. You know, it's not like they hyper-focus on one kid. So these kids really get to be surrounded by a plethora of parents. So it's really cool. It's a really great night to celebrate them. And we were celebrating under the harvest moon, and it was dark because we did this outside. And it was like 9 o'clock, I think, before the last of us left. So it was just a wonderful evening to celebrate the parents and the supporters. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So as the regular season comes to a close, that means we're starting to look towards playoffs. What does the schedule ahead look like for WDC Girls Tennis? Yeah, so section tennis is in about a week and a half. Um October 12th, we will be heading to Fargo for the team portion of the tournament. And so we are going to get our mental game ready. We're going to keep um, uh, working on and polishing our physical skills, our strategy skills. And so we're going to have a little bit of fun next week. We have a team meal. Um, and then we're just going to get down to business for the next week and a half to really, really focus on what it's going to take to beat our section opponents and do the best that we can do next week um, or uh, the week after for team. And then we'll follow that up with individual um, section finals as well. 
We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer. Coach, thanks so much for the time. Congrats on a great regular season, and we look forward to talking with you next week as you guys get ready for those section meets. Fantastic. Thank you. It's crazy to say it, but we're here. The regular season for girls tennis is over. Now we take that week hiatus, and Coach Feemeyer is going to be getting her girls tennis players ready for the section team and section individual playoffs as well. So best of luck to them as they get ready for that. As we wrap up Wolverines Weekly, it's time that we check on our Wolverine Spotlight for the week. Our next Wolverine player spotlight puts the focus on Peyton Gravel, a freshman on the volleyball team. Peyton, how's your season been going so far? Our season has been going um, pretty, really good. We've had a lot of different tournaments and things like that. We've gotten to invited, for, invited to a lot of different things because of how our season went last year. So overall, we've been doing really good. And you got to compete in that double-A showcase down in the cities over the weekend. What was it like to compete in a high-intensity atmosphere like that? It was so cool. It's unlike things that we've done before because we've never got invited to this when I've been on this team so far. And it was crazy just to see how many good teams there are in our class and how we got to compete against them. And what's it like getting to compete in an environment like that with your teammates and, and get to have that weekend together? Um, it was really, really fun. We got to stay the night and everything, and it was really good team bonding. And overall, it was a great experience. What do you think you do best out on the volleyball court? Um, I think my energy is a big presence on the team, and also just being able to put the ball down and being able to score when we really, really need it and hyping the team up. What's it like to play with your sister? It's amazing, really. I've gotten to play with um, two of my sisters and this year has just been so much fun with her, and I'm cherishing every moment I get with her because she's a junior, so we'll still have a whole other year next year. So let's now shift and talk about a few of the other things you do at WDC. What are other activities you're involved in, sports, extracurriculars? What else do you do? I mean, I'm in band. Um, I play basketball. Um, in Well, not necessarily for WDC, but I do play club volleyball at Fargo. Just simple things like that. So do you have a favorite class at WDC? Um, probably Spanish with Miss Thielen. It's a lot of fun. I get to sing a lot of songs in there. And uh, do you have a favorite teacher? Um, probably Mr. Woolham, my science teacher. And what's your favorite school lunch? Um, spicy chicken patty with spicy waffle fries. Favorite uh, food? Probably uh, mac and cheese. Least favorite food? Um, onions. What kind of music are you listening to right now? When you turn on uh, when you turn on Spotify or you go to YouTube, what kind of songs are you looking for? Anything to really get me hyped, but sometimes that might even be some country music, you know, some John Party, something like that. Uh, who's your favorite athlete? Probably Steph Curry, just how he can shoot the ball and everything like that is really inspiring. What kind of shows are you watching? When you get a few hours to sit down on Netflix, what are you turning on? Um, probably Grey's Anatomy. I've been really into that show. Uh, what are your goals for the rest of the season? Um, we really want to win the Park Region Conference, and so far we've been undefeated in there. And we also want to go to state and do really, really well at state, so we got to keep pushing through this season and continue to be winning games. Best of luck the rest of the season, Peyton. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.